When your sales cycle is years long, you have to learn how to be patient and you have to learn how to be nice. Are you an entrepreneur who's looking for motivation, strategy, and tactical guidance on taking your business to the next level? Do you like surrounding yourself with action takers who know what it takes to win? If so, you're in the right place. My name is Josh Thomas, and I'm your host. Join me as I speak with some of the greatest business minds on the planet. Welcome to The Do Zone. The biggest chokehold on any business is the psychology of the leader, Anthony Robbins. DZ Tribe, Josh Thomas, super glad to have you here. Be sure to follow and subscribe on Apple and or Spotify. This podcast is brought to you by Unbreakable Teams. We use a science-backed process to triple your company's productivity without additional costs so you can buy back your time. To learn more about how you can dominate the next 12 months, head over to unbreakableteams.com. Once again, that's unbreakableteams.com. And I want to talk to you about today's guest. Today's guest is Ben Yunker. Ben is the co-founder and CEO of Craftsman's Choice, a leading exterior remodeling contractor in Minnesota and one of the highest volume James Hardy siding installers in the United States. In 2021, Ben wrote the book, The Minnesota Homeowner's Guide to Exterior Siding, an Amazon number one bestseller in the home improvement category. When he's not coaching other contractors or helping people fall in love with their homes again, you can find Ben playing an active role in his community as a minister at his church. Ben, welcome to the Do Zone. Say what's up to the tribe and tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of. Hey, Josh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, I think one of the, one of the keys that I've found is, is early on recognizing what you're not good at and being able to delegate that, uh, to the right person, uh, that just frees you up to do what is the most important, uh, thing that you do well and allows you to, uh, to help your entire team kind of see that, that vision and, and everybody to be able to accomplish more together. I couldn't agree more, you know, and we were, we were talking about this a little bit uh, before the recording and, you know, don't ask me to swing a hammer <laughs> and I won't ask you to build a website. Right. Exactly. I, you know, the website's a, <clears throat> a good example. I, you know, recognizing that that needs to be the hub of your marketing. I think a lot of construction firms recognize that, but they, look to try and do it the way that they've done other things, which is just try and learn it themselves and do it themselves. Um, you know, we've been able to partner with the right guy and just follow directions and make sure that he, um, you know, that, that we're doing what he says, he's the expert in his field. And we try to be the expert in our field, but you know, we need to partner with good people that know that so that you can, um, you know, have your, have your marketing and, and everything <clears throat> aligned in what you're trying to get done. You know, every single time that I have done a DIY outside of my zone of genius, if you will, it, it, it has always turned out just a little bit crooked. <laughs> yeah, it's almost right, but not quite. There was That's this right. one time, you know, here, you'll you'll appreciate this, Ben. So I, I have uh, these paddle boards uh, that you get on the lake and it's just like this big uh, uh, resin foam board and... One of them is 12 and a half feet long and it's not very practical to store this thing. And so I built a cabinet and I made all the plans 
and I'm not like a super math guy. I'm not like a super construction guy either. And so I went and I got all the two by fours that I needed. I got all my plans built out. You know, I got my drill. I got my pencil sharpened. You know, I got my screws and I just built the whole thing. And I had to build it in like two pieces, two six and a half foot long, like kind of shells. And then I built them separately and I put it all together. And then I went to connect them. And that's when I realized that the boards that I bought were not straight. (laughs) When I was done with the entire thing, it was just like all wonky. And I was so mad. (laughs) Well, that's, you know, that analogy is great for, you know, like our website, like a construction guy, what he thinks is going to be great as a website, totally different from, you know, somebody whose expertise is in SEO. And even there's a lot of, people that build websites that are pretty and um, functionally are good, but their bones aren't good and they're not SEO uh, savvy. And so you can put all, put all these resources and everybody thinks they have a great website, but if it's not the, the bones behind it aren't good and it's not optimized for uh, what Google wants, then you're just not, uh, you know, you've got a pretty website that nobody can find. Um, And so that's, you know, one example of recognizing, you know, a construction guy building a website, I can only imagine what it would look like. Um, Very, very symmetrical, but not necessarily pretty. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody would be able to find it. (laughs) Awesome. And so I'm curious, uh, you know, you've, you've, you've won some awards, you've written a number one best-selling book. You've, you've probably done more than almost any exterior remodeling company out there. Uh, what really drives you to be a leader in this industry? Well, you know, we started the business, this is our 25th year in business and just a couple of knuckleheads in an old 1969 F100 when we first started out. Um, but since we got hooked up with James Hardy, the manufacturer of the siding that we, we do, we, we've realized that you know, the, the business, uh, is always changing and, and luckily that product was, uh, was new and we were able to grab onto it, but always looking kind of whatever our competitors were doing and trying to stay three steps ahead of, ahead of them and not getting complacent. Um, you know, there's kind of, a there's, there's really a model as far as remodeling contractors goes. And, and I don't know why everybody keeps using it because people, grow, they get big, they outpace, they outsell what they can produce, and then they go out of business. And, Mm -hmm. but it seems like it's, you know, it's all marketing and sales driven and they forget that whatever you sell, you've got to, you've got to install. And so being able to have a system in place to keep up with the sales and marketing has really been key, especially for us coming from the installation background. Um, But always keeping that in mind that it's great to have your pedal to the, you know, to the floor on sales, but doesn't do you any good if you can't get it installed and you get your, your hiring installers that don't know what they're doing. And so, you, you know, customer service drags and eventually that's what brings a lot of these big remodeling companies down is they just outpace what they can produce. And they say, Oh yeah, we'll worry about getting it installed later. And um, we've been able to, to strike that balance. Well, I mean, but, but Ben selling stuff is fun. Installing stuff. That's not fun. I know it is, <laughs> it is. And that's where, where it is. And, you know, and, and then, you know, everybody looks at that top line revenue number, which to me is, you know, a lot of times just a vanity number, like how much of that, 
how much of that money are you actually keeping at the end of the year? And, you know, if, 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 if that balance is out of whack, then, you know, you're not going to be able to do some of the things that, that you want to do. So, uh, I mean, I think, I think you're underselling yourself as a couple of knuckleheads and an old truck, uh, because you're, you, you certainly, no, we have... totally were <laughs> <laughs> not anymore at that time. <laughs> not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And so some of the lessons that you've learned here are uh, a balance between sales and delivery, uh, which which I think would apply to just about any industry. So mm-hmm. talk to me a little bit more about, uh, was there a particular story or a time or an example that you saw that that really ingrained that lesson? Either it happened directly to you or to a competitor or somebody in your industry. Yeah. So in 2014, um, my business business partner at the time wanted a, a change of pace. He'd uh, been in the business, you know, his entire adult life and um, was getting kind of burnt out. <clears throat> and so I bought him out at that time and he went out to Montana and hiked the Hills and did what he did out there. But at that time that enabled me to kind of reboot the business and was able to, to promote one of our project managers into a general manager role role which oversees all production. So that allowed me to kind of just trust him with the day-to-day production and I could focus on sales and marketing. And a lot of times either the wrong person is in that role or, you know, they, they don't care as much as, as um, somebody needs to in that role, or there's not enough oversight by the owner or somebody else watching what he's doing. Um, but that was a big turning point for us realizing that we needed a general manager. And since we've added somebody else on his team, as we've grown to just kind of oversee all production. And that's, that's been huge for me to be able to focus on some of the, you know, writing a book about siding and, you know, some of the art of marketing efforts that, that, that we're, uh, we're currently engaged in. And so, uh, your book about siding is this, is this a book for a homeowner? Is this a book for a contractor? Uh, or or some other third person that I may not be thinking of. Who who's the person that should be consuming this book? So it's mainly mainly ga- uh, geared towards homeowners. It kind of walks them through like as you're in the process of looking at siding, what are the questions you need to ask? What are uh, what's the process look like? What materials should you consider? Uh, it's more of a resource for a, a homeowner who's actively in, engaged in residing their home, specifically on the you know the remodeling end. Um, we give them out at home shows and there's a, you know, it's downloadable on the, on the website more as a, a resource than, you know, <clears throat> buying Ben a bigger boat, uh, from the, the proceeds of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, everybody I know that's a published author is not like, you know, cashing big checks. For book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's more about, Hey, here's, you know, here, here is 20 years of knowledge and experience condensed down into a couple of hours worth of reading. Hopefully, hopefully I've done justice, you know. Well, and, and, you know, a secondary uh, benefit for us is that, you know, being publishing a book on an Amazon, you get a a blog, uh, blog post on your about the author page, which backlinks back to your website, which makes Google think that you're a big deal, which makes them elevate you. And so, you know, there's some, some hidden things there, but it's, um, it's really good to be able to give out to on appointments and at home shows and the state fair and those kinds of things as a, a marketing uh, tool. And, and, you know, people, 
with the type of siding we do, this isn't an impulse buy. And this is something people research for four or five years. And we want to be that resource for them during that process so that our logos uh, burned into their brain by the time they're actually ready to write the check. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And and again, uh, a lot of the things that you're doing and talking about can be transferred to almost any industry. And so what you're saying is, this is a complicated sale. It's a long process for somebody to make a decision on, on what they ultimately want to do with their home. And your strategy for this is, I want to be the provider of clear information clear education so that you know exactly what you need to do if you're going to do this yourself. And by the way, if you want to hit the easy button, we're here for you if you need us. Right. Yep. Yep. And there's a lot and of I lessons think, to be learned from that. Go ahead. Yeah. I think that, you know, a lot of marketing companies, they, they promise the, you know, the sale right away. And then people get frustrated because they don't get the sale right away, but you know, and that might, <clears throat> that might work for something that's more of an impulse buy, but you know, if you're going to spend fifty, sixty thousand dollars on a home improvement project, you know, going into somebody's house and trying to walk out of there with the check, you know, when they're not ready for that is is it's going to be tough. And and um, I think this is this creates a better customer experience for us when they've researched us, you know, for a few years and we've seen them at multiple different events. They've seen our logo. They've gone to our website. Um, you know, it, it helps to to have that whole process go. Cause we're almost, uh, we're almost friends by the time they finally, uh, end up hiring us. Yeah. You said a few years. Do you, do people really consume your information and, and kind of, uh, keep, keep their eye on you for that long before they decide to do business? Yeah. Yeah. And we, it, we at the home shows and the, the Minnesota state fair here is it's just giant. There's 2 million people that go through there. And so we meet, we're, we're introducing the product to people a lot of times and, you know, they'll come back year, year after year, um, say, Oh, we're not ready yet, but you know, next year. And then, and then we'll see them and they'll just walk into the booth and sign up and say, all right, we're ready. Uh, we're ready to do it this year. <clears throat> wow. And so it's, it's nice having that, um, consistency. We're in the same spot at the fair every year. Everybody, you know, knows that we're there and they stop by and look at the new colors and, and dream. And then finally they're ready to, ready to, uh, to pull the trigger. And so we're, we're there for them. That's great. And so that, that consistency and constantly being in front of them, whether they're ready to buy or not, just want to let you know, just want to remind you we're here. Just want to remind you that there's siding on your house and at some point you might want to change it whenever you're ready, we're here. Right. Right. And, and it's, it's nice to have blunt conversations with people, you know, at, at an event, such as ask them questions, like how much do you think this is going to cost? And they, if they say 8,000, cause people don't know, I mean, they might reside their home one time in their life. I, I would rather have that conversation with them, you know, on a sunny day in August at the fair, than you know, after being out to their house a couple of times and putting a proposal together and then saying, oh my gosh, I, I had no idea this was going to cost this much. And so, you know, the, the, uh, the home show people would say, that's just a absolute no, no, you want to get out into the house and, you know, work that sale. But, you know, I, I think people appreciate knowing, knowing some of that information up front rather than going through having three siding salesmen into their house and all that time and energy just to figure out that they need to do some more saving before they get ready to do the project. 
Well, it's an it's an interesting exercise in in understanding sales psychology, and that's that's one of the things that's very uh, fascinating to me personally. Uh, I had a we were hosting an event with a company that uh, I consult for this past weekend, and we sell a very expensive product. It's a coaching product. It's mid five figures, kind of similarly priced to what you offer. Uh, and I was sitting down and I had a conversation. It was a it was a husband and wife couple. And they were trying to figure out, uh, it's in this very specific niche, and they were trying to figure out if that's the direction they wanted to go. And uh, my response was, I think the two of you need to go and sit down on your own and really talk this out and figure out, is this the direction you want to go? And be really clear about that. Um, you know, we certainly have some help and we have some solutions for you. And then the guy jumps in and he says, well, pitch me. I want to hear your pitch. <laughs> and I said, I'd love to share this with you, but I'm not entirely sure that this is something that you want or need yet. I think once you find out that you want or need this, then we can have a conversation and then it'll make a lot of sense. And, and he was like, mm. and uh, <laughs> so, so later on they did follow my advice and they went and had that conversation and I talked to them the next day and they said, okay, we're ready to go. What do you mean you're ready to go? No, you know what? We talked about it. I appreciate you pushing me back and telling me I needed to get this kind of clarity before I even heard the details. We're ready to sign up. And they signed up. And, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that I helped them create an environment of safety and comfort to say, hey, you know what? I want to help you. But more important than taking your money, I want you to make sure this is the right decision for you. And it sounds like that's kind of how you've been operating as well. Talk to me a little bit more about that because I think anybody listening to this podcast right now that's running a business needs to either hear this for the first time or get a refresher on it because, first of all, it's so much less stressful on the salesperson. And second of all, it's so much less stressful and more successful uh, for the potential customer. Talk to me a little bit more about that. Let's go deeper. I think, you know, our our consumers are you know, whatever business you're in, they're, they're changing. I mean, business said <clears throat> the sales business is not this, what it was uh, 10 years ago. You, education is becoming less and less of what you're doing on a sales appointment because they're able to research, a, you know, research online and have a general idea about product and uh, about your, your business, you know, and so building that trust uh, when you're there and, not, um, you know, helping them solve a problem, I think is, is, is one of the key keys to successful sales at, in our business. And, and I'm sure that's, uh, that's consistent in, in, in other, other businesses, you know, across the spectrum that <clears throat> what is the problem? How can I help you solve this problem and making it feel like it's a partnership in this rather than just selling a product and, and walking out. Um, you know, one of the things that as we built into our, our CRM and our process, um, you know, our sales guys have touch points during the project. They're not, you know, get the check and then they never see them again. There's, there's, they're required to touch base during the project and then do a final walk around at the end so that they can close that loop and obviously ask for referrals and those kinds of things. But, you know, People like having that that consistent person, the person they gave the check to that sold them this hope and dream, um, their partner, you know, 
not just be gone once the the check writing stops. And that's tough for salespeople to, um, to do it, right? Like they're on to the next one. They, they got that check. Let's where's the next check at. Um, but we've been able to build up a pretty good referral program where, you know, when they present that, hopefully their next check comes from those referrals and, and, and that helps, you know, the marketing efforts and all those other different things too. I love it. It makes, it makes a ton of sense to me. So let's, uh, let's dig in here. Uh, we're going to do the do zone diagnostic. Are you ready? Sure. Awesome. So five quick questions, rapid fire. First thing that comes to mind. Number one, what's one thing that you do that keeps you focused on your goals, Ben? Um, get up early, get up early with a clear, clear head and, uh, you know, have some tasks that I've laid out, uh, the night before to just do right away. So they're gone. So they're out of the way. Excellent. And how do you get back on track when you lose that focus? Um, I think, um, you know, having my, my go-to, uh, a task, which is going to the website. Like if all, I can always work on something on the website, I'll do that. And then that, that kind of keeps me, uh, keeps me grounded and, and helps me get back, get back on task. Nice. And, and Ben, who is your support group and how do they keep you accountable? So I've got a general manager, uh, office manager, um, and, uh, a production manager that we've got a really good, really good relationship with. And, uh, three little granddaughters that, you know, they keep me, uh, keep, keep me in check there right over my, my shoulder here. Nice. I love it. And, uh, how, how do you approach a difficult project that you're not sure how to complete? Collaborating with my team, uh, getting everybody in there, getting, you know, my team knows that I don't want to hear just, you know, I, I don't want yes people. I want to hear the, the nitty gritty, you know, like if there's something I'm doing, that's, dumb or, you know, off track, let me hear it and let's change course. And so they, there's, there's real open and honest dialogue between all of us. Got it. Last question. What's the number one pro tip you'd give to someone looking to get more stuff done in less time? Delegate. I think just concentrate on your strengths and delegate your weaknesses. Awesome. So, so what is the title of this book that you have on Amazon so that those homeowners who are looking at replacing their siding uh, could potentially check that out and learn more? Minnesota Homeowner's Guide to Exterior Siding. Minnesota Homeowner's Guide to Exterior Siding. All right. Yeah, it's probably the most boring book on Amazon, unless you're looking for exterior siding in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did have a guy give us a bad review. He's like, this book is is more of just a guide for people in minnesota well, yeah it's in the title man it's Come in on. the title <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't live in minnesota minnesota don't buy this book yeah it's still a good good resource good but you know it you know there's different weather across the the mm -hmm. united states and different sightings that you know in the southwest it's a lot of stucco and brick and you know we need something up here in minnesota that's a little a little hardier for the elements yeah, makes sense. I, I was actually speaking with a former uh, a former podcast guest uh, on this podcast. His name is Daniel Felton, and he lives in Minnesota. And uh, he told me that he went to the gym this morning, and it was 17 below. And I'm like, I don't want to know anything about that, man. Yeah, the high today was one. 
<laughs> yeah. One. So yeah. I'm a I'm a Texas boy that just returned from Columbia. And right. so yeah, I uh I'm used to my my t-shirt and shorts and you know tropical weather and yeah, well I don't need to go that far north ever. But it's a great state to have a home improvement business in because the 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 weather is so uh, so hard on building materials. Awesome. And so I would I would imagine that the majority of my audience does not reside in Minnesota. Uh and so for for those who don't live in Minnesota, what would uh, what would be the best way that that they could connect with you and you might provide some value to them? And then for those who do live in Minnesota, what would be the best way for them to connect with you? Yeah, so I think our, our website is probably uh, best for for both. We've really tried to make it a, a resource uh, as people are not only uh, getting ready for a project, but <clears throat> to uh, look at, you know, different homes and some of the, you know, looking at before and afters, we've got about 120 individual projects on there. I want to grow that to, to 500 um, they have before and afters, have a write-up about them, have the, some detail shots in there, uh, to just kind of get some, some ideas on what to do your, uh, on your home. It's all broken down by color and, um, really, uh, a, a good resource for, for anybody who's looking to, to do a home improvement project. Awesome. And what is that website? It's craftsmanschoice.com. Craftsmanschoice.com. Yep. Very good. Ben Yunker, everybody, from Craftsman's Choice, craftsmanschoice.com. And one more time, the title of that book, so I don't get it wrong. The Minnesota Homeowner's Guide to Exterior Siding. If you're in Minnesota, it's very applicable. If you're not, remember, it's for people in Minnesota. <laughs> right. <laughs> Excellent. Ben Yunker, I really appreciate you coming on here and sharing a little bit about how you get stuff done, how you run your business, and especially how you approach sales. I appreciate that. For those of you who are interested in learning more, you can learn more about Ben at craftsmanschoice.com. And then once again, if you want to hear great content like this, be sure to follow and subscribe to the Do Zone podcast on Apple or Spotify. And remember, if you run a small business and you could use a significant boost in productivity this year for less than it costs to take your team out to lunch, we got your back. Visit unbreakableteams.com to learn more. Until next time, remember, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. What are you going to do with yours? Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe on Apple or Spotify. Share this episode with a friend, screenshot it and add it to your Instagram stories, smoke signals, carrier pigeons, whatever works best for you. If you're looking to crush your goals this year and level up your team, we're here to help. To learn more about how our scientifically backed process can increase your company's productivity by up to 300%, head over to unbreakableteams.com. That's unbreakableteams.com.